This is the Sports Psychology Hour with Dr. Andrew Jacobs. I cannot express the gratitude what my son came and visited you. Dr. Jacobs is in his 41st year as a sports psychologist. I have seen a change in youth sports in the last 10, 15 years. I've talked about it a lot on this show. The Sports Psychology Hour. The best advice on the radio each and every week. Failure and losing and screwing up is something that happens in life. It happens in sports. And I think we have to teach kids how to do that more effectively. This is where sports talk gets real. That word playing, it's gone from our society in a lot of ways with kids. I wanted to tell you what a great service you provide to this community. I listen to your show every week. Thank you for what you do for our community, for all the parents, coaches, and athletes. And now, here's your host, rated one of the best therapists in Kansas City, Missouri, by OnlineTherapy.com, Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Good morning, everybody. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs, and welcome to our show here from Sports Radio 810 WHBR flagship station. I'm on the air every Sunday morning here from 7 to 8 a.m., talking with you about the mental side of sports, and our shows are podcasted on all the major podcast apps as well as on my website, winnersunlimited.com, where you can listen to 10 years of podcasts and all kinds of shows that we have done on this here at the station and and you know um i just started my 42nd year of work a couple weeks ago i've been on the radio 31 years i've been doing this a long time and i've had the privilege to meet so many wonderful people throughout my career um it's been fun doing this and i love doing it and uh last sunday night i went to my 50-year high school reunion which was amazing um to see so many people i haven't seen in so long and it was just a great experience, and uh, it brought back a lot of memories. My high school football team, Shawnee Mission North, won state all three years I was there. We only lost one game um, in the three years I was there. Back then, high school was just three years, not four. And it was fun talking to a lot of guys, um, a lot of good friends, and uh, just just really enjoyed the evening, seeing so many people, and you know, reconnecting with people I haven't seen for years. And one of the things that popped up in my mind, I was talking to some of my friends. One of my good friends, Bob Swift, who I've known since grade school, ended up going to KU and was KU's uh, kicker. He's infamous for kicking barefoot uh, in the Liberty Bowl when KU played in the Liberty Bowl back in the 70s. But Bob used to, uh, Bob was the kick kicker, punter, backup quarterback, backup running back. He was sort of the the all-everything guy. But back then, you know, toughness was was preached. The high school football coach we had, his name was Larry Taylor. He was a legend at Shawnee Mission North High School. Great man, great coach. So many people were talking about him at the reunion. And But Bob always was one of these guys that did it. He went over as far as he could to push himself. And Back then, you used to tackle by spear tackling, where you just go straight in with your head and your shoulders. And fortunately for him, he didn't become paralyzed because uh, one day playing basketball at my house, my father was a doctor and his neck was bothering him. My dad looked at him and said, you gotta get that checked. And a couple of days later, he had a halo in his head. And that was the end of tackle football. And we talked about this last weekend with, with him and some other guys about you know, being tough. And, you know, back then you, you 
gave it everything. And and I know football players. I work with so many players. We've had numerous NFL players on this show over the years. Uh, my former co-host was Nick Lowry, who when he retired was the most accurate kicker in football history. We talked about you know being tough out there. Um, I've had Willie Lanier on this show, the NFL Man of the Year, you know, Hall of Famer. Will Shields has been on here. Otis Taylor's been on here years ago, My one of my heroes growing up. And about being tough, uh, you've got to be tough to play football. You've got to be tough to play basketball. You have to be mentally tough to play sports. But one of the things that I've encountered in my practice in the last several years is where do you draw the line? Where do you draw the line between mental toughness to where it becomes abusive, physically, emotionally, mentally? I've had so many athletes in my office who will, in the course of conversations, this comes up. A coach will be in their face, yell, scream, criticize, insult, degrade, call them names, trying to push them, trying to motivate them. If you've listened to this show, you know I don't believe in that as a way of motivating people. Now, let's face it, if someone is misbehaving, if someone is not acting right on the athletic field, in the locker room, in practice, whatever, yeah, a coach has a right to get pretty ticked off at that. But where's the point where you get angry and start getting verbally abusive calling them names, degrading them when they drop a pass or strike out or miss a shot. Where does, you know, this comes back to the whole topic of motivation. Where does motivation fit into this picture? You know, mental toughness is, is going out and grinding it out, pushing yourself as far as you can. But where's the point where you go over the edge? Where is that edge for you personally? And where's that edge for you as a coach? That's what I'd like to get into today. And I'd like to open up our phone lines as always. Our number here is 913-3810-810. 913-3810-810. And I'd like to know, hear from you, first of all, if you're a coach, where's the, draw, where's the line that you draw with, with pushing your athletes? How far do you challenge them, push them? And where does that sort of become abusive. Where's the point where, in trying to motivate them and challenge them to be as good as they can be, where's the point where you maybe go too far in terms of trying to get them to succeed or to accomplish what you want them to do? <clears throat> Excuse me. I'd like to hear from you on that. You know, and, and what is mental toughness? What does that mean? You know, we talk about physical toughness, about, you know, the guy who's going to, do the extra workout and do the extra things and push themselves to the limit, push their body to the, as far as you can. I know I ran for close to 40 years and ran half marathons and have worked with so many runners. And, you know, for a runner, where's the point that that, that mental toughness comes in and you've got to challenge yourself to be the very best you can be? But where does it where does it get to the point where... Maybe you, you've, you've pulled something and you keep running and you make it worse. Where's the point? As, as an athlete, with your body, you've got to recognize the point where maybe I've got to step back, maybe I've got to slow it down. 
Okay, once again, our number is 913-3810-810. I'd love to hear from you if you're a coach, if you're an athlete. What, what's mental toughness mean for you? And how do you get there? What do you do as, how do you, as a coach, challenge your athletes to be tough? This past year, I had a dad call up, said he wanted to bring his daughter in to see me because she wasn't mentally tough enough. I said, well, what's going on? How old is she? Well, she's 10. 10. I said, you need your 10-year-old daughter to be mentally tougher. He goes, yes, sir. She doesn't fall through on the soccer field. She doesn't push it as hard as she can. And he came in and we talked about it. And quite frankly, I, I, I said to him, look, I don't think you need to be pushing your 10-year-old daughter to be mentally tough. You need to maybe see why she's playing. What is she doing? If she isn't playing hard, why is that? But I don't think you need to worry about a 10-year-old being mentally tough. For them, it should be about the experience playing, enjoying what they're doing. Or our phone number is 913-3810810. I'd love to hear from you if you're a coach, you're an athlete. Let's go to the phones. Got our first call this morning. Zach, good morning. How are you? Welcome to the show. Gordon, how are you doing? Great. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, no problem. Hey, I got a, a, a side of it, too, um, with pushing kids. I think it, it's not a blanket statement. Because um, every kid, one, every kid's different. And between my two sons, um, I really pushed my older son way too hard. And uh, luckily, I had somebody get a hold of me and say, you got to get off his butt, you know. And with my younger son and his team that I've coached, I, I took more of an individual approach. And, you know, basically you learn whatever whatever kid can take, you give it to them. Um, I'm, I'm big on body language. And when you start noticing the body language and the eye drops when you call their number, uh, I, I really feel that we go more of a fundamental side instead of a, a butt-chewing side. You know, every kid's going to drop a ball. Every kid's going to hold. Um, every kid's going to strike out. That's just the game. It's just how, how you adjust uh, as a person, as a coach, and a dad. Too, but uh, a lot of it too. It, it, it's not just the coaching side of it, man. It's that these kids are wearing it home from the from those uh, said dads, you know. And unfortunately, I was one of those dads with my first boy. What sport are we talking about, Zach? Football. Uh, I've I've coached three. Um, this is my. I've actually resigned my first year not coaching, but I've coached uh, high level AAU basketball, high level baseball, and, and football. Okay, well, let's talk for a moment here. First of all, I appreciate you calling in and sharing what's going on and. And congratulations for you for recognizing maybe you're going too far with your older son. What what did you do with him, looking back on it now, that made you aware you were doing things you shouldn't have done? Well, one of the things was I was using him as an example, uh, thinking that, man, if everybody sees me chewing on my kid for making a mistake, they won't uh, won't be quick to be so upset if I chew on their kid. You know, I'm kind of an equal opportunity butt chewer. Uh, but I, I took it too far with my boy, and I held it. To a standard that was unfair for him. Why? Okay. Well, why do you say you took it too far? What were the signs that made you realize that, and and when did you realize that? Uh, fourth grade, his fourth, fifth grade year. Um, I just I could tell he wasn't having fun, and I'd reached out to some peers that had coached the same organization, and they, you know, when I asked them, you know, am I doing Z wrong? And they're like, yes. You know, I I could just tell something was different. And he and I didn't have – he didn't want me around anymore, too. You know, and that, that sucks as a dad and a coach. You never want that. So well, that's yeah, that, that, to, that totally sucks because 
you want that relationship with your son to last a lifetime, not just yeah. not just a few few years in elementary school. So, so what were you doing with him that that had people tell you you're going too far? Mid picking him, you know, just every little thing. I was up his butt, and uh, and and that was in all the sports too. Uh, just I was basically trying my competitiveness through him, and that's where you know once you learn to shut that off. Man, it just made things so much better. He and I have a great relationship now. Uh, How old is he now? He's he's a junior in high school. Is he still playing sports? Yep, yep. He's uh, actually at Kansas City College. Is uh, looking at him uh, for football. Well, that's great. Listen, first of all, I want to congratulate you for recognizing that you're going too far because you could have damaged that relationship with him forever. Yeah, Um, and that that honestly would have broke my heart. I mean, as much as I love sports and my boys playing sports, I mean, they're my life, too. And that's what some of these uh, gentlemen, coaches, fathers, especially new ones, need to realize, man. It's not about the W's right now. He, you know, I want my kids to be able to come home and sit on the couch and watch a game with me. And enjoy it. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's one thing to come home, but then not want to sit there because they're afraid you're going to criticize, be criticized for everything you've done. Yep. So congratulations, Zach, for, for first of all, for, for, first of all, thanks for calling in and sharing this today. And second, congratulations for recognizing what you were doing, and I'm glad you you've worked it out with him, and things are good with him, and you're doing great with your other son, and and uh, good for you, good for you. Yeah, sir. I I just think if every coach takes an individual approach and learn the kids and learn their body language, talk to their parents on the nuances of how they act to, uh, I'll just say butt chewing, you know, um, you know if they're being lazy. That you know, that's that's where I don't I don't chew on a kid if they're if they're making a mistake, because you can make adjustments to get better. You know, that's what I always say. Hey, make adjustments. It's free value here. But if they're being lazy, you know, I get the parents involved now too and say, hey, he's not going to play. It's not because he's doing this bad. It's because he's not working hard. And that's where I really try to push kids to bring value outside of just the set game. Well, Sacked, I have a saying, if you've listened before, a, a good coach is a good psychologist, a bad coach needs a sports psychologist. And <laughs> good coaches take the time to understand why, why is that child on the team, why are they here, what are, what are their goals, what do they want. And you may have some kids in fourth grade who are playing just because their friends are there. You have some kids playing because they want to play, they're excited about it. Some kids are there because their parents are making them play. So you've got to understand why they're here and what are their goals, what are, what are their you know, reasons for being here. And the ones that maybe aren't there because they want to be there, they're being pushed to be there. When they're not playing well, then you get on them. You can really ruin their confidence and self-esteem really bad. So that's, yep. that's, that's where I think you've got to recognize that. So congratulations for you for realizing what you're doing wasn't right, and I appreciate you calling in today. God, thank you. Okay, take care. That frees up our lines here at 913 That was a great call, and congratulations to him. You know, man, it's, 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 you, you've got to recognize when you're screwing up. And we all screw up. God knows I've screwed up a lot. Uh, we all do. Um, but in the end, you know, to me, it's, 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 it's about the relationship you got with your kids. And it's really not the easiest thing in the world to be coaching your kids whether you're a dad or a mom. You know, it's it's not an easy thing to do because you want to show that, you you know, you can push them, but you've got to understand that limit. And, and that's where, you know, mental toughness is about being strong and challenging yourself. 
But abuse is where you go over the edge, and it, it doesn't. That's it's not necessarily physical. It's emotional, psychological. It's mental. You know, I talk on this show all the time about confidence. What's confidence? The ability to believe in yourself, your skills, your abilities, what you're, you can do. And so many people think, you know, you've got to push, you've got to push, you've got to push. You know, I, I was at the Chiefs game the other day. Great game, exciting game. And I'll tell you, Justin Herbert, the, the Chargers quarterback, is a tough guy. You know, he got, he got leveled by Mike Dana. He was hurting big time, came back in the game. And threw two fourth down passes that were pretty incredible. I mean, I'm a huge Chiefs fan. If you know, you listen to this game or to this game to this show. You know, I work with with dozens of Chiefs players over the years, and love going to the games, the atmosphere. But I I, I really admired him in terms of his toughness out there. He he got banged up. You know, now the question is, should have even come back out there when he was hurt as badly as he was. We'll see how badly he's hurt now and whether he plays next week because his ribs are in bad shape. All right, let's go next to John. John, good morning. Dr. Jacobs, how are you doing this morning? Sorry for uh, cutting you off there. Um, I'm, I'm doing good this morning. Uh, the um, reason I'm calling in is because uh, that last conversation, you pointed him, I think you pointed that gentleman in the correct direction about how you. Um, want to be as a, as a parent with, with athlete children it's just you know sometimes you know coaches coaching it goes too far to affect many people's families and uh having conversations like that where you know you don't want to hinder anybody's success at all and um it was just a, i think the conversation you guys just had was was really good well, thank and, you. Uh, thank you. Let me. Cutting you off. Uh, no, you you're talking about. You're not cutting me. You're not cutting me off. Did, did, did you call because something has happened to you? Uh, no, 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 no. I'm a. I'm a former. I used to be a team manager for a high school team and everything. And I just think it's an interesting conversation now to have. Um, is that uh, with with everybody who's just infatuated with with sports betting, gambling, and in the game of football. That <laughs> uh, uh, just general conversations like you've been having here on Sunday mornings are are enjoyable to listen to, and they give you a great perspective. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Thing. Listen, the reason I do this show is exactly that reason, to help people out. I mean, as a psychologist, that's my job, is to try to help people figure things out. Now... As a basketball manager, did you ever see something that you didn't like from coaches? Uh, uh, no, no, no. I was a football manager. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, as a football manager, then. Uh, no, not not really. The coaches that um, that I I was around, man, surrounded by, blessed to be surrounded by. Uh, they were they were all really good coaches, but I think they're they were. Um, you know, they they ran us hard and tough, but uh, I went to Staley High School, and uh, it's just nice to see them get a little bit of success back after a couple of down years. Well, listen, sir, I, I want to thank you for your comments this morning, and I appreciate what listening to the show and what you're saying. And, and here's the key thing. You know, mental toughness is the ability to me to push yourself to your limits, but mental abuse is where you go too far. And then it causes psychological, emotional, and physical damage. And 
that's why I made that statement to our last call. A good coach is a good psychologist because he understands how far he can push somebody. Because good athletes want to be pushed. They want their coach to challenge them. Do you agree? Um, about mental toughness. and Yeah. Yeah, but then there also mm-hmm. has to come a point where you have to say, you know what, we've gone too far. we got to back off. And yeah. like the last caller, he, recon- <clears throat> he recognized with his son that he was going too far. John, thanks for calling. We had a weight coach. Um, his name's Coach Light. He said, players, you, you do the policing, you know, about our work ethic. That's the only thing he really taught us. He's the defensive coordinator and uh, just a really, really smart guy when it comes to making, making you know, gains in the weight room, things like that. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> he's one of the best. Well, it sounds like sounds like he did a lot to make it fun, right? Yeah, yes. And is that's, that's for sure. Sports supposed to be fun, right? You're supposed to have fun playing. Mm-hmm. It's no fun if you don't yeah. enjoy it. Listen, sir, thank you for calling in. I appreciate it, and thanks for listening to the show. I, I really appreciate your comments this morning. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for listening. Or <laughs> thanks for uh, have taken my call. Okay, you have a great day. I appreciate it. Yeah, have a blessed Sunday, man. Okay, take care. All right, that frees up our lines here at nine one three three eight ten eight ten. Two great calls here this morning. So my topic today is this. When does mental toughness become mental abuse? And if you're a coach, if you're an athlete, if you're a parent, where do you, where have you ever seen that happen? And what do you do about it? If, if you're, let me throw this one out there. If you're a parent and you see another parent on your team getting verbally abusive with their kids do you say something do you just walk away how do you have you know how do, that's that's a good one to, to throw out there because we've all seen it if you've got kids who play sports you've probably had your kid on a team before where there's another parent who goes too far and you can see them getting angry at their kids because they screwed up and the dad or the mom may get red in the face they turn and walk away they're all frustrated what do you do you know a lot of people you don't want to do anything it's not your child i can't get involved but what if what if there's a problem does that where the is that where the coach has to come in is that where the coach maybe sometimes has to say look as a as a coach i think you're you're pushing your kid too far have you as a coach have you ever had to do that or as a parent have you ever had to tell a coach you're pushing my child too far all right 913 is our number i'd like to hear from you we've got a wide open phone board get your thoughts on this i'm sports psychologist dr andrew jacobs the topic today is this when does mental toughness become mental abuse give me a call and let's talk we're on leader in sports sports radio 810 whb